everyone to a fabulous episode of whisper in the wings from stage whisper we are bringing you the second of three shows that are part of a series at the 28th street theater and this is an incredible show to tell you about we've got three wonderful artists joining us returning to our show we have the playwright paul adams we also have the actress tiffin borelli and the actor david beck they're all part of the show Doris Day, My Secret Love, which is playing September 4th through October 29th, as mentioned at the 28th Street Theater, also known as Tada. And you can get your tickets and more information by visiting emergingartisttheater.org. Let's just go right on ahead and welcome in all of our guests, Paul, Tiffin, David. Welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. So excited to have you all here, Paul. Welcome back. It's so good to see you. I feel like it was just yesterday that we were chatting. Um, I'm so excited about this show. The minute that I got the email about it, I was like, yes, Doris Day. I want to know more. Who doesn't love a good Doris Day story? So, Paul, let me start with you by having you tell us a little bit about what this show is about. I started writing this about five years ago, and... It was written as a solo show at that point. And then over the development of the, of the play, it became a two-character play. And it's basically about Doris Day. She's been invited to speak at a retrospective of her life, sing some songs, tell some tales. But then producers, without her knowledge, start showing pictures of her past, which trigger flashbacks to things in her life that were sort of like life events that she had sort of tried to forget. And so it creates kind of a roller coaster of an evening. And Tiffin sings uh, 14 of Doris's songs. So the plays sort of a look behind Doris Day because everyone kind of knows her as America's sweetheart. But she actually had a lot of things happen in her life that a lot of people don't know about. So that's one of the reasons that I wanted to kind of bring it to the stage. Wow, that's, that is a fascinating tale there. So how did you come up with the idea to write this particular story? It just, it's going to sound weird, but it just popped in my head and I had to write it to get it out of my head because I, uh, I know Doris Day. I've, I've, you know, I've watched her movies and things like that. I'm not like a super Doris Day fan, but somehow this kind of like came into my brain and started evolving and, and I'm really happy with where we've landed now, you know, with the opening this coming Monday. So in previews, yeah, a lot of changes in the writing and rewriting and Tiffin's been with us for about three years. So she's gone from when it was a solo piece into the addition of less and the extended characters. So that's amazing. Wow. So I do want to bring on Tiffin and David, of course, Tiffin, you're playing Doris Day and David, you're playing the band leader, Les Brown. I'd love to find out how both of you came to come into this piece. How'd you find out about it? And Tiffin, I want to start with you since you've been with the piece the longest. Yes. Well, Paul wrote me in 2020. I, I think it was March. And he was like, I'm doing this show. You remind me of Doris. Are you available? And, and, he, and I, at the time, had just come off of Million Dollar Quartet, a national tour. And I had played Patty Page across like a national tour. And I had done a show with Paul. And I was like, that is so my jam. I love it so much. But in April of 2020, which is when he wanted me to do it, I was like, I'm giving birth. 
that week. I hadn't told anybody. And I said, but I'm free the next month. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, oh my gosh, like we'll give you two months or maybe even three, I can't even remember. And yeah, and then the pandemic happened, right? So this was like, that was like a surprise. And then we just like got to it online. We started to just meet online, talk about it. We wanted to be, it was a really creative time for us. I'm so thankful for that. And it was a lot of Zoom. And then I think we like had like a day where we came in and did it in person with Matt and then took our masks off and recorded it. And then we learned a lot and did it again and did it again. And now we're doing it this time. And yeah, the, the, the span has just been unbelievable. Um, just how it's taken shape and grown and how much we've learned about Doris and and her story and, and, and all these, all these people that David play in, in her life. And it's just, it's just been so creative and, and so wonderful. Fabulous. David, how about you? How did you come upon this project? Well, I came, I suppose, relatively late, just started working on this project this summer. My friend Martin sent me the audition in Playbill and he said, oh, I think that you'd be good for this role. And because they needed an actor, a character actor who played the piano, which is what I do. And so I just forwarded it to my agent and I just uh, auditioned. And uh, it's really kind of a departure from what I usually do. But at the callback, I got to, you know, play the piano as well as do a scene with uh, Tiffin. And I was like, oh my God, this this girl is amazing. Like she, I didn't know anything about Doris Day, but I was like, wow, she, like it was like an old timey movie star come to life before my eyes. Like I'll never forget it, that callback experience. So I was really excited when I was offered the role a little bit later to work with, with Tiffin and to work on this project. So that's how I got involved. That is amazing. So I want to kind of turn to this upcoming production that we've got that's opening very soon. And I want to stick with Tiffin and David here and ask, what has it been like developing this current iteration of the show? David, I want to start with you on that. Sure. I mean, I have nothing to compare it to because, you know, this is my first time taking part in this. I know it's been developed. They've been developing for several years now, and it's been really exciting. I mean, you know, in a sense, it feels like I'm playing catch up because I'm like the last, you know, person uh, joining the band. But it's been really fun. I mean, Paul has been, you know, very collaborative with, you know, the, the characters and, and the, the new scenes and, and dialogue. And it's just been a blast. And our director, Melissa, is just, you know, leading us, I think, pretty well. And it, it seems like it's coming together. And we're in the middle of teching right now. And there's a lot of flashbacks in the show. And so the lighting is very integral. So I think it's going to be really cool. I think people are going to be really surprised. I mean, I'm excited about how edgy it is, you know, because when people think of Doris Day, they, they I, I don't think they think of like, you know, like a dark, uh, not that it's like a dark tragedy or anything, but there's some, there's some edgy, edgy moments in the, the show that I think are gonna excite people. It's fantastic. Tiffin, what about you? You know, you have been along this journey the whole time. What is this current show that you're doing what what has it been like developing it's exciting i'm going to tell you that this feel this time it it you know i say like i've been doing this a while so so some of the lines you know are 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 thank goodness in me because i never stopped talking but we've changed so much and i didn't really know we were going to do that you know it was sort of like we found david and it was like okay this is it we're going to re we're going to kind of mount this and have more people see it but it, it changed so much once David came on board 
and and I'm going to say like you know only only for the better. It's just more nuanced and detailed and specific. And I, I keep saying so. It just keeps it's taken so much shape. And I I say it as a joke because I had to cut these bangs for Doris. But it's not just my bangs that have taken shape. You know, it's 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 the, it's the show. Um, and it's it, it felt very you know kind of broad before we were we were trying to. But it's it's so specific now and. And and that feels so so true. And 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 again, that that's that's Paul, that's David, that's our director, Melissa. We have an amazing team, and you really feel that in in the show, and, and even in tech, yeah, with the other designers. You know, it's it's so cohesive, and yeah, it it just feels like a very unique. It it feels like the first time, and and it's it's just it's so specifically unique. It's Doris. But yeah, people don't know. People don't know what's coming. And and I don't want to give too much away, but I think everyone's going to have these, this idea of what this Doris Day show is going to be. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you that it's probably not going to match what they think it's going to be. And I love that so much, you know. <laughs> so cool. Well, Paul, bringing it back to you, you've written this great show. What is the message or the thought that you are hoping that audiences will leave the theater with? Just that some people that we've, you know, idolized and put up on pedestals are, are really just human beings like the rest of us. And especially in that time period as a woman, she was basically controlled by men most of her career. She doesn't really break through that until far later in her life. And that realization as she's going through her life for the retrospective kind of gives her insights into how she really didn't take control of her life and how other people controlled her and events. And so I, I, I guess it's that thing that, you know, because we always think, oh, stars, you know, but they're really just human beings like the rest of us. It's just, that's their job. And so the twists and turns that the play takes, especially the ending, which I'm hoping I'm trying to make sure people to walk away with the idea that those people that are Hollywood stars that we idolize are actually just human beings like the rest of us. And they can have things in their life where they're controlled by other people and et cetera. And that through a journey, they actually end up hopefully coming to the realization that they actually have their own power. But I do have to say that working with Tiffin and especially with David, David brought a whole new insight into what he's doing. And that helped really further the text. And, and you know, because as Tiffin said, we weren't, I really hadn't planned on doing any rewrites. And then having David be part of it, I started listening to some things and then there were parts that were okay, but I didn't want them just okay. I wanted them where I could sit and listen to them over and over and still be involved. And so those rewrites happened. And now I'm I'm really, really pleased with, with where we are. Finally, for this first part, I want to ask you to Tiffin and David, who do you hope have access to your show? And Tiffin, I'd love to start with you on that. Well, I we did this before and we, because of, because of the world and COVID and we definitely streamed it and things like that. So my, my parents were so excited to see it, you know, in Oklahoma, they were just like, oh, I can just see this live when you're seeing it. And it was so wonderful. But now they're coming in, they're flying in, you know, to see this very technical, you know, real realized production, full production. So I, I want the entire New York City community to see this production, you know, locals, tourists, Doris Day fans, Broadway, off Broadway. I, I want I want this to 
yes, be in the center of the New York City theater market because it really is. It's a it's a play with music. It it's it's a play. I I do sing fourteen songs in it. Uh, we we do fourteen songs, but yeah, it. I want yeah play lovers and musical lovers in New York City to come see this. That's wonderful. Yes. David, what about you? Who do you hope have access to the show? Yes, well, echo what Tiffin said. You know, I think that there's something for everyone in this show. Of course, Doris Day's fans. I know that she has many fans and, and a huge following to this day. So, of course, them. But also, even if you don't know anything about Doris Day, which I didn't, I think that you'll still be intrigued and, and fascinated by this the story and the structure of of the play that Paul's created. I just think that, you know, it harkens back to another time, yet we're still sort of grappling with a lot of the the same issues today in terms of, you know, a complicated human being who's a, a movie star who, you know, didn't feel like she she fit into the world and and I think that's a rich tale. And and just, you know, she sort of goes back and, and repeats a lot of the mistakes, you know, with, with these different men in her life because, you know, they, they sort of took away her her power. And and yet, you know, she had this inner power and this inner light that is so magnifying and uh, that I think, you know, people will be enchanted. And, you know, if, if you don't care about any of that, it's the music alone is just beautiful. And Tiffin sings... It's so wonderfully and and she interprets lyrics so so majestically so so you got to see it just for that alone change things up now and move on to our second part of the interview let our listeners get to know all of you a little bit better and i want to start by asking you all what or who inspires you what playwrights composers or shows have inspired you in the past or are some of your favorites and tiffin i'd love to start with you on that if i may i've always liked uh smaller shows i've always liked one-handers and two-handers and usually like in my experience it's like oh like Alicia Silverstone is doing this play in the middle of this like small off-Broadway theater let me go let me go see that and and see how she is like in person and I I I really just love those little golden hidden little eggs in this city and I do feel like our show is that so it's it's actually cool to be a part of that but the most recent things that I've seen that really inspired me are Without You I saw that with Anthony Rapp I even invited Paul to come see it with me because I loved it so much it was a one man show and it was just so beautifully done and so so moving at new world stages it ran for a long time but i was also in london this summer and i saw the revival of guys and dolls and it was a a a play that i didn't like so much and i was like i don't need to see that and they they really put such fresh a fresh spin on it it was like the direction and the orchestrations and the new set design and and be like they're just the, the way they made the women so much stronger and just how they all work together to take this wonderful work of art and just lift it up and really revive it. I was so inspired by that. So so really, it's it's seeing something new. It's it's seeing something new and and yeah, just creative 
different that that surprises me that I I was looking for in the show. That is a wonderful list. Thank you for sharing that. David, how about you? Well, I suppose I'm a softie for like the classics. I love Shakespeare and Chekhov and you know, I love Eugene O'Neill. I mean, I'm dying to do Moon for the Misbegotten. I would love to, I love Tennessee Williams. I'm dying to do The Glass Menagerie. And, you know, I also love experimental theater, like really like, you know, the, the most out there, the, the better. I think the best theater I've ever seen was a troupe from Belarus, actually. I forget where it was, but it was like 10 years ago. And, and you know, they were they were banished, you know, in Belarus and and they were all imprisoned at one time in their life. And I think that's what, you know, theater should be. Theater should be dangerous and and that type of risk taking, which I admire so much with artists. But I have to give a shout out to Sweeney Todd on Broadway. Everyone should go see that. It's it's an amazing production. <laughs> it's the 23 piece orchestra and Annalie Ashford is, is absolutely amazing. So Go see that if you haven't seen it yet. And go see Door after you see Doris today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Now, Paul, we have had you on our show before, and I feel like I'm pretty sure we've asked you this question. So I would like to ask you, how did you come into the performing arts? That's funny because I actually was a math major. And then I went to be an English major. And then my sister was choreographing South Pacific. And she came home and she said, look, we're short on men. You can sing, you can dance, you're going to be in this show. So, and I, you know, I was just one of the chorus people. And the drama teacher was this like five foot woman named Jane Gray Stewart, who would never swear, but would just say hell damn spit. And she came up after me and she said, you're changing your major. So I changed to acting. Yes, that's always how it is. Well, let me ask all of you, what is your favorite part about working in the theater? And Paul, I'm going to start with you on that one. Sitting in the back of the theater on the first preview and listening to the audience's reaction. Because you've worked and worked on something. And, you know, within ourselves, we understand peace. And that's why I think it's really important that a playwright never directs their own work because you have to have another set of eyes. And Melissa has been with me through this whole journey and I trust her implicitly. And being there and then seeing an audience come in and absorb what's on stage and finding out like, did it work? Does that work? Does that work? And that to me is the most fascinating thing because we can work on stuff together, we can rehearse it, but until an audience is there and you get that reaction, it's not, it's not theater for me. It's a fabulous answer. I love that. It's wonderful. David, what about you? Well, my favorite part would have to be purely for selfish reasons. It's just such a fun thing to do. And it's such a gregarious field to be an actor in the theater, you know, and and for it to work, you have to have fun. And if you don't have fun, then it doesn't work. And, and so I love that. And I just love being able to as as my little body is capable of of being and there are no consequences because it's all make-believe yet you know in this world of fantasy we can be some of the the most accurate truth tellers in the world you know much more so than any politician or religious leader i've ever met so that's why i love the theater that's a wonderful answer yes and rounding us out tiffin well it's a combination of my favorite things, and and that is singing, which I've 
done since I was very young and then and then studied it and, and then fell in love with it so much more with my mentors and uh, and just OCU where I went to school and, and words which I also just just words I love I love reading them I know that's so basic right but I just love I just love them I just love words and so I get to say so many in the show <laughs> so many and I love yeah, this this show is so it's such a collaboration and and it's such a collaboration filled with wonderful, good people and talented people. And that is something I do not take for granted. So um, it's like that the little trifecta, like my three favorite things, singing, words, and people. I'm just in heaven. Beautiful. Yes. Well, we have now arrived at my favorite question to ask guests. And that is, what is your favorite theater memory okay i was doing play it against sam in summer rep and we had all of these escape doors for the women who are the fantasies to go in and out of and one night one of the girls had just finished this scene with me Allison, and i looked over and she could not get the door to open so she keeps pushing and pushing and finally the door thing and she fell through and i just had to like look away and go hmm, something else is going on over here so that was a lot of fun I thought that might be where you were going. I was like, uh-oh, a lot of escape doors. Something's going to go wrong with this. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for that. Who would like to go next? Well, mine's pretty lame because it's it's just, it's the last show I did, actually. I don't know. I could go into the ancient theater history of my life. But the, the last play I did in the spring in Westchester at uh, Schoolhouse Theater was a play called Red by John Logan. And it was a two character play, much like this one that required like, you know, all of you. And and we got to paint. Uh, it was about the artist Mark Rothko. And we had to paint in real time. And we had to paint like, I think it was like an eight by eight canvas. We had to paint it red. And we had like 50 seconds. We had like this little Mozart piece to finish painting. It in. And so it was always a race with the music to paint. And it was just so riveting and, and exhilarating. And, and I got paint splattered all over me every night and I loved it. It was just pure joy. So oh, that's, that's my favorite. Lovely, though. I love that. That's not lame at all. That's wonderful. It's a fabulous show. And I wish I could see that just in 50 seconds of, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you would have enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Thank you for that. Tiffin, what is your favorite? Well, this, you know, I, I thought about it and it came pretty quickly, but I joined two by two at the York with like a day's notice a couple of years ago. And it was with like Jason Alexander and like Tova Feldsha and like Ruthie Ann Miles. And I'm telling you, I had 24 hours to like, just pop into this show and this role and this thank goodness I knew the song from college. And, and I was playing Goldie, who was like this Shiksa girl who like joins the arc, right? And it was like Wednesday and it was Ash Wednesday and I'm Catholic and you know, the, we rehearsed at the time in a church and I was like, I'll just go get my ashes. And then after the lunch break, I would make my, made my entrance and I ran down the aisle and I was like, hello. And I like shocked the family and and, and I was like this truth, like Shiksa with like a cross on my head. And I remember Tova was like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. And like, <laughs> just like stopped the rehearsal because it was just like so perfect. And, and I was just like, I just had this, like, I, this moment of like, 
this new, it, it just happened like a New York moment, like me, like being there with these people that I had like idolized my whole life, right? And and kind of just owning who I was and where it's coming from. And it was just, it was just a week of just like a pinch me week and full of a lot of fun, funny people. <laughs> that is fantastic. Wow. Thank you for that. Thank you all so much for those wonderful memories. Those are amazing. Well, finally, if our listeners want more information about Doris Day, My Secret Love, or about any of you, perhaps they'd like to reach out to you, how can they do so? They can reach me at eattheater at gmail.com. Yeah, mine's Tiffin Borelli, T-I-F-F-A-N-B-O-R-E-L-L-I. Just at Tiffin Borelli on Instagram is the best way to find me. Or, you know, after the show, if you want to catch me after the show, you know, I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm david beck nyc on instagram and tiktok if you're on tiktok well wonderful paul tiffin david thank you so much for taking the time to stop by especially before rehearsal of this great show and talk to us about it and share your wonderful stories. This has been so wonderful. I am so excited to see the show. So thank you all very much. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Nice meeting you. My guests today have been the playwright Paul Adams, the actress playing Doris Day, Tiffin Borelli, and the actor playing Les Brown, David Beck. All who are part of the show, Doris Day, My Secret Love, which is playing September 4th through October 29th at the 28th Street Theater, also known as Tada. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting emergingartisttheater.org. We will be certainly attending the show, so we'll let you know when we'll be there. But right now, just go get your tickets. Emergingartisttheater.org, and that's theater with an R-E. The show is playing September 4th through October 29th. It's a wonderful show. Check it out. Doris Day, My Secret Love. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you. The light of all-